Hello, welcome to worship on this fifth Sunday after Epiphany. I'm so glad you were able to join us today. Let us begin with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Most holy God, the earth is filled with your glory, and before you angels and saints stand in awe. Enlarge our vision to see your power at work in the world, and by your grace make us heralds of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Once while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was passing, pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we have worked all night long, but have caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, son of, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. How many of you have ever been fishing? Well, when I was about eight, my dad decided we should try fishing. Now, my dad had never fished before, so I'm not sure why he decided to give it a try. I don't remember a lot about that day, except there was a nice man who came over to help my dad figure out what to do when we first got to the fishing spot. I'm pretty sure we got no fish that day, and we never went fishing again. In today's gospel, we hear about Simon and his partner James and John, who were true fishermen. It was the way they made their living. When Jesus arrived, the men had just gotten back from a night of fishing. They were tired and discouraged because they had caught no fish. A crowd was gathering to listen to Jesus, so Jesus asked Simon to take him out on his boat so he could talk to the people who were on the shore. Imagine how Simon must have felt. He was almost done washing his nets and about ready to go home to rest before another night of fishing. Probably the last thing he wanted to do was sit in his boat and listen to Jesus. After Jesus was finished talking to the people, he told Simon to go out farther on to, in the lake and cast his nets into the water. At first, Simon protested, 
All he wanted to do was go home. He had been fishing all night, and who was this man, a carpenter, trying to tell him how to fish? After all, this was the way he made his living. He knew much more about fishing than Jesus would ever know. But when Simon looked into Jesus' face, he knew he had better do what Jesus told him to do. He could see Jesus' determination and knew it was no use to argue any longer. With a deep sigh, he rowed out a little farther and threw his net into the water. Much to his surprise, he could feel the net filling with fish, so many fish he could barely bring them up. He had to call James and John out in their boat to help him. Well, Simon was embarrassed. How could he have doubted Jesus? Simon apologized. He was sorry. He knew he was wrong for misjudging Jesus. He had made the assumption about what Jesus knew and did not know. He was so sure that he knew all he needed to know about fishing and did not need any help. That day Jesus proved him wrong. How often have we acted like Simon? How often have we failed to listen to someone because we were sure we knew what we needed to do? How often have we heard someone say, well, we have always done it this way? Today's gospel is a good lesson for all of us. If Simon hadn't listened to Jesus, he would have went home defeated. He and his partners would have had no money that, for their families. And more important than that, they would not have seen God's glory through the acts of Jesus. It was on that day they became followers of Jesus. When Jesus asked Simon to cast his net into the water, he was intending for him to catch more than fish. Jesus wanted him to let go of his old routine and identity and find a way, a new way of life in Jesus Christ. Imagine you are sitting in a boat next to Jesus, and Jesus tells you to cast your net into the water. What is Jesus asking you to let go of? What part of your routine or identity is keeping you from following Jesus? And when you pull up your net, what is it full of? What do you want your net to have in it so it is easier for you to follow Jesus? As I cast my net into the water, I hope I can let go of my long to-do list and work on what is necessary and important for my family and my ministry. And when I pull up my net, I hope it is full of patience, understanding, and love for all people. Casting the net is not only for us as individuals, but maybe we should be thinking of the nets we cast out as a congregation. As we begin a new year of ministry with a new council and committees, it may be time to look at our life together. I know how hard it is to let go of what we have always done, but is Jesus calling to us, just like he called Simon, James, and John? Is Jesus calling to us to cast our nets out without doubting that it will make a difference? Is Jesus calling us to let go of our old routine and identity? Change is hard, but change is important. 
Will everything we try to do always work? Of course not. Just like my dad and me on our fishing trip, it didn't work. But we went on to find other things that we could do together that were fun. Failure does not mean we should try. Uh, we should not try again and again. The most important thing we can do is to put our trust and faith in our counsel to lead us and find new paths to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to more people. We are all called by Jesus to catch people. Will we always be successful? No, some of our catch will get away. But we can't stop trying, and we can't stop finding new ways to bring people to God. That is when creativity is important. Jesus never waited for the people to come to him, so maybe we should not wait either. We can sit here on Sundays and wait for people to come, or we can go out and find out what people need. Let's all go out in that boat with Jesus and see what is waiting for us when we cast out our nets. Amen.
Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all that God has made. Equip your church to proclaim the good news that we have first received, the forgiveness and grace shown to us through Jesus Christ. Send us out to share the hope of your salvation to a waiting world. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Holy are you, O God. Heaven and earth are filled with your glory. Teach us to recognize you in the beauty of our natural world. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Soften the hearts of rulers and governments to tend to the needs of their people. Remove corruption and violence, and be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Your steadfast love endures forever. Be with all who look to you for hope and healing, especially those listed in our bulletin, those we carry in our hearts, and those we name aloud. Merciful God, receive our prayer. The disciples followed Jesus to bring others to Christ. Be with our newly elected council members and those who continue to serve as they work to faithfully follow God. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We give you thanks for our ancestors in faith who boldly answered your call. By their example, give us courage to live in faith until the day you gather us into your glory. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all prayers to you in confidence and faith through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.
Go in peace, share the good news. Thanks be to God.